Here is what you missed on the morning buzz. Of course, one of the biggest issues we continue to talk about is our family doctor crisis. Like you're very well aware, almost nearly a million British Columbians do not have access to a family doctor. So, of course, this has been an ongoing discussion on how do we deal with this issue. And one of the things that the BC government is doing is they have updated the payment model for family physicians in BC, and it is now underway. So yesterday, Health Minister Adrian Dix called the new model the most significant reform to primary care in our lifetime. He specifically said the new model supports the province's primary care strategy, meets the need of doctors, and ensures that patients have access to care they need. One of the things I think that was a big complaint too was not having time for each and every single patient that they see. This gives them the quality time address some of those issues. So we definitely want to hear from you, especially actually if you're somebody who works in healthcare. Does this mean something good? Is this going to help with the system? Give us a call. And hope that this new payment model will also give me as a patient, as as a consumer, a more better attention and a more well-deserved attention. With my doctor, I can talk about anything. Like I could have five problems going on and he'll listen. The only problem is the wait time. If they say your appointment's at 1.30, you're, you're not going to be seen at 1.30. That's, you'll be seen, I've noticed that. You'll yeah. be seen around 2, 2.15, maybe an hour later. And that's because they go back into their office, do a bunch of paperwork, take their time, and then go and see another person. And then they get behind and on they schedule. Get behind. Hello, you're on the morning buzz. Hi. So what's yeah. your experience with family doctor? Oh, you know, some family doctors, like you said, they take only 20 seconds with you on the phone. That's it. They don't want to hear anything. They, you want a lab paper? That's it. You want a mammogram paper? No, you have to phone you have to book another appointment i think the whole thing the government should tell them go back to you know to the office no phone appointment because you have to listen to your to your patient you have to examine to you you know the patient so i think they're getting it easy do you have a family doctor and like how i don't you i don't. do not have okay. it's been like three years i'm waiting for a family doctor we've got another caller on air yeah, hi. Uh, I want to talk about my family doctor. I have very pleasant experience. He's my family doctor for about maybe 10 years. <clears throat> no issues. I haven't heard him say, okay, you can discuss only one thing, two things, or three things. Never. Always uh, calls. I mean, visit him. No uh, consultation on phone or something. You ask for time, he gives you time. I have heard people like uh, they say the doctor, he just talks on phone only. But my family doctor, he always gives appointment. And the only thing is, like, when we get the appointment at 2 o'clock, maybe I have to wait for half an hour or so to meet him. Otherwise, excellent. Okay, we've got another caller on the line here. Hopefully they haven't hung up. Good morning. You're on the morning buzz. Hi, good morning. This is Hanan here. I've been listening to this uh, issues, and uh, my opinion is, yes, there's two main issues which we are facing today. One is a shortage of doctors, and second is the time given by the doctors to the patient. Now, though I appreciate the steps which has been taken by the government uh, to facilitate doctors to spend more time. But the challenge is totally different. There are five countries in the world, UK, US, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. We are in competition with all these countries in attracting professionals, especially doctors and nurses. Now, the challenge is what we are facing in this country, that though there are doctors, though there are nurses available in the market, but they are not given the particular opportunity to be in the system. And that is a very systemic way of uh, separating them. So it is the shortage of the doctors and nurses which is creating more havoc and issues than increasing the rate or it's a very good gesture of the government that yes, they deserve more payment, they deserve more time, everything. But the my, my issue is very different. My issue is the government is not really thinking to accommodate or adjust or appreciate those doctors and nurses who are already there in the country and they are not being given 
that opportunity to be part of system. So I do not know how to react about it. Maybe I'm too factual and too blunt and straight on the system, but this is what needs to be taken care of. This is the Morning Buzz on Spice Radio, 1200 AM, and we have got Dilly on the line who would like to also comment on our health care here in BC. I'm a long resident of Canada. I've been here 50 years. It's a system that you wouldn't find very, uh, very often in any part of the country. It has some issues, some major issues. I've had both critical care. Um, I'm a cancer patient, both me and my husband. The critical, critical care is very good. Um, the uh, pa- uh, patient information to a GP, I've, had, I've been blessed. My issues are, are that it's a fragmented system. It could be better. But I, I don't think, and I've visited lots of places, that there are a- any other comparable places that I can see that offers as much as we do. We need to fix some of the issues. They need lots of dollars. And uh, with what's going on in the economy, I don't know where the government can put its money to better m- improve the system. It does need some um, major overhaul, and I think that... Uh, um, the government's doing its best, I, but it, maybe it's not good enough for people that uh, that don't have family doctors. And you have a family doctor, right? I'm not. Oh, you don't. Have I'm a, a I'm a patient. I'm a patient. I lost my husband to cancer, oh. and I I have cancer right now, so I'm just recovering. And I'm just saying the critical care is amazing. Uh, it is a fragmented system. Yes, you have to find resources here, there on your own, but if you've got an advocate. Uh, you can make real progress, and there are some amazing doctors here. Good morning, uh, morning buzz. Uh, I just want to say very sweet and short about those doctors. Yes, go ahead. When uh, Canada government give them immigration on base of their education, uh, then they are taking as a nurses and as a doctors. Then Canada government should give them job here too. Nice. I have a friend. He came from uh, Pakistan. He was uh, well settled over there. He works, you know, uh, six days a week and well off over there. He applied to come to Canada on his, uh, you know, medical degree. When he, he accepted over there in Islamabad. But when once he came here, he not allowed to work, practice here. Then why government is taking them? They are well settled in their own country. That's but once you are accepting them as a doctor, and on top of it, we have a big shortage uh, in medical field. So I think government should allow them to work here too. Thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate it. Again, we've been getting a lot of calls about this issue, and I think it's something we're definitely going to explore. You know, what can the government do? How can we get more foreign-trained doctors involved in our system? And- the Morning Buzz, weekdays at 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. with Mankiran, Natasha, and Marasia.